I V M. Here's your smart fact of the day. So, what's an average person's normal attention span? It's about twenty minutes. Twenty minutes for an average human adult to be non-distracted and pay attention to something. And what is an average adult's attention span when it comes to listening? Apparently, it's a little longer. The ability to listen to a speaker with intent to understand for a prolonged period of time is an attention span. But the fact is that you can only concentrate for about ninety minutes like this before needing a fifteen-minute break. Hey there, welcome to Smarter with Sid. And today we are going to look at attention, which is the big part of the so-called attention economy. Let's go. I guess let's start this episode with a confession. I'm a professor, so I know how important attention is. So I can understand when students can get distracted. I can understand when students are paying attention. I can understand when students want to pay attention, but uh, they're flagging off. And as a professor, I know perhaps because of years and years of experience how to modulate that attention span of my students. Well, at least I think I do, and maybe someday I'll get closer to the truth. But not all of us actually are professors, and not all of us are masters of actually managing somebody else's attention span. And surprisingly, even marketers, we don't know what we are dealing with when we are dealing with attention. In fact, I was teaching a marketing class very recently, and I was talking about digital marketing. And as an experiment, what I asked my students to do was to look at a YouTube ad, and maybe you can do this ex- experiment too. Look at a, a YouTube ad without skipping it. Well, that's a start. But just try to figure out when did an advertisement actually lose your, you know, attention, or when did an advertisement um, catch your attention. So both of those things are extremely important for us to note, and it perhaps is different for different people. But in my class, what we saw was that some patterns emerged. What we realized, and of course, this is anecdotal. This is specific to one class, and it will keep changing. Um, the attention that we pay to any advertisement is a lesser, but that also kind of flags off with inbuilt cues. So the fact is that if I see an ad, if it gets my interest, what gets my interest? If it loses my interest, what loses uh, that, that that specific interest of mine in that ad? And what we figured out was it's just that one second, half a second of something said which triggers off something in your subconscious that just says, "Okay, I don't want to watch this anymore," or "Hey, I'm interested in watching this somewhat more." and while neuroscience and you know uh, neuromarketing has done a lot of strides i mean it has taken a lot of strides uh, in this field what we are trying to understand now is that specific moment when i'm losing attention and you know who's really really good at that well obviously the social media giants they know how to a catch your attention and keep it going in a sustained fashion without you even understanding it by making sure that you're triggered and i've done a podcast on this called hooked so you can take a look at it scroll down and and you'll figure it out and you'll it's it's uh, it's something uh, which is a very very interesting framework developed by nir eyal but today i'm not talking about 
you know, how does a social media giant do it? So if you're a marketer, or even if you're somebody who's working in an office, or if you're trying to further your career, knowing how to get somebody's attention and not lose it is an incredibly important part of the so-called attention economy. Because what we have realized is, what is the attention economy? If I have got your attention as a customer in today's day and age, wherein there is just distraction, distraction, and more distraction because of the information clutter around you, well, then I have you. So Amazon has me. You know, Netflix has me. Maybe some other brand has me. The fact is that the reason why they have me is because they have my attention. But do we really realize that there are different kinds of attention that we are speaking about? So if you're a marketer, you'd be interested in knowing the kind of attention that you're actually trying to target. Are you trying to target the, um, you know, listening to a podcast wala attention wherein you might be doing something else and listening to a podcast? Or are you trying for an audio book kind of attention, which is serious, which is, you know, using your rational, logical mind and it's very, very tedious and very difficult? Or are you using the reading kind of attention wherein, you know, you're really focused? Or are you using the diffused kind of attention which you can have when you're watching some YouTube video? Or are you having the distractible kind of attention which is around, you know, the kind of attention that we all pay towards advertising? When you start really dissecting the nature and texture of attention, we realize that attention has many modes, so it's not just about attention span. We uh, are not getting an attention span reduction, by the way. We are getting an attention span redistribution. We are redistributing our attention to what engages us. And I think that the most important thing about all these different types of attention that I spoke of is as a marketer, I need to understand the kind of attention I am seeking from my customer in the first place. If I seek the wrong kind of attention that pay attention to me because I am so important and my brand is so important and, you know, I've got the world's best inventions in sliced bread. I don't know whether I can sustain that act for a long time. Maybe a brand needs to actually figure out What's the kind of attention that it needs to get from the customer in a sustained fashion? Let's examine this a little more. I mean, if you're a life insurance uh, sort of company, uh, what kind of attention are you trying to seek from your customer? Is it like sustained attention you want at your beck and call from your customer? Not really. You want them to think about you seriously at a certain point of time in their lives and you want to you know, help them make the right decision. And you want to be there in the background, but not really up front and center. On the other hand, if you are a chewing gum brand at uh, at a retail store, the kind of attention that you should be aspiring to get from a customer would be towards the end wherein they're paying their bills and they see, you know, this juicy little chewing gum on the side. It really depends upon the kind of brand and the interaction that the brand has with the customer in the customer's journey and interactions uh, with, with daily life. The fact is that when we realize this, we understand our place as branding people and as marketing people in the lives of customers. And we realize how important we are and how unimportant we are at different points of time in people's lives. And I think that should serve as a great compass for us to understand what is the attention that can give the biggest value to my customers? Let me say this again. If the customer is going to pay attention to me, 
what is the biggest value that I can pay to the customer at that point in time? Is there the biggest value that I can pay? If not, then it's a distraction, it's a push, it's bullying, and maybe even worse. And that is not the kind of attention that is going to actually help you in this economy. So the fact remains that as a marketer, when we are dealing with this abstract quality called attention, we need to kind of understand its various flavors. And we have to understand the modality, the texture and the tone of the attention that we are seeking from the customer in the customer's journey. And how do we give the biggest value possible in that time when we have somebody's attention? Exactly like how a student, when the tables are turned, is trying to catch the professor's eye when he or she is making their final presentation to be marked for results. It's interesting how tables get turned, but when a marketer actually becomes a customer himself or herself, that's when really we understand the attention economy. I hope you really uh, got this with full attention, I'm hoping, or maybe at least a podcast while attention on this Smarter with Sid episode. The idea is to become 1% smarter and the idea is to actually figure out ways and hacks which can help us in the outside world, but by going to first principles. If you like uh, the kind of stuff that I'm developing over here, do connect with me. I'm the traveling professor on LinkedIn and Instagram. And if you like podcasts like these, well, you gotta go to IBM and check out their stuff. Until next time then. Until next time. Until next time.